I'm not in good voice today. You sound good. You warming up? You warming up? <laughs> we got a special guest, y'all. You damn oh, right man. we do. So excited to have a legend in uh, the, in the so making. Right. Legend, a legend in the making. How about that? Okay, I'll take legend. that. A legend in the my, making. In the my making. good friend, my sister, she's a boss in her own right, president of Motown Records. Oh, yeah. Yep. The one and only Ethiopia. I have to marry him. Give it up. Oh, yeah. Yay. What a, what a guest. What a guest. What a guest. What a guest. So much musical knowledge in this room right a now. A lot of history in yeah, here. A lot of history. Yes. Wow. Yeah. We got Ethiopia down in Nashville. Imagine that. Yeah, man. That's Once awesome. in a blue moon. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're getting blessed with the Queen's presence today. Yeah, man. Wow. We were just talking about um, Atlanta in the 90s. And yes. So ABC. Well, at least me and Ethiopia click on ABC. Forget yes. everybody else here. You know what I'm saying? Chris Mark, Red Dave Rowe, what's good? Don't forget GA. And GA. Don't forget He was just like the hype man. He was in the, the hype back. man. He was. Yeah. Yo, there's a, whole, there's a whole generation of hype people that have a whole career. Spliff Star. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Dude from Naughty by Nature. No, Vinny's not, not a hype man. No, I, I should I should respect. That's wrong. Yes, come Vinny, on. Vinny had verses. Vinny had bars. He had verses. Vinny had bars. Speaking of which, let's let's go with Spinderella. They kicked her off. They kicked oh, they kicking her off the group. Wow, At this man. stage of the game. Mm. Funny thing is, I went back and watched like all of the old, like the original Spinderella videos, mm. and it's just like, uh, so y'all been doing this for a long time, huh? <laughs> it's oh, hasn't it always been some kind of like. Uncomfortability between Salt and Pepper and Spinderella. Yeah, I felt like they've always treated her like the the bastard stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I just I just think of it as like y'all y'all been doing this thirty years. It was man. good. Like, come on now, thirty years. Like, sit down, have the, a conversation. Have a conversation. Get the money. Let's get the so, contract so, right. So I mean, I saw the headline, but what actually happened? They have a tour lined up, and then they decided to. Not invite her on the tour. Not include her on yeah. the tour. And I guess, and I guess, yeah. Whenever. Something I, I know they have the show on BET now with uh, SWV. Yeah. Something yeah. apparently transpired during the taping. Oh. So, well, I guess we'll see in the upcoming. This could all episode. be just. This could all just be promo, promo. for the TV show. I hope that it part. Is. By the way, that's what I'm saying. I'm like. What? It keeps it interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm like. It keep look, we talking about it right now. Right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Salt and Pepper, you win. You just won. <laughs> <laughs> you just won. You won. Crazy. Hey, yeah. I want to shoot. You remember this? Yes. This reminds me of my days watching The Box. You remember The Box? <laughs> you could, like, order videos. Wait, where did you go up? With the Manhattan, New York City. Okay. Because we didn't have a box in Atlanta. Yeah. And I, and I would only see it when I went to the Bay to visit my cousin Wait, on the summer. Ju- we didn't have a box in Atlanta. What? We had it in Macon. No. You, you had the box, Phil? 
Yeah. No. And You're lying. Got rid no. Of it. You don't know what the box no. is? I know yeah. about it. I know what it is. But Chuck, I... did you have the box? No. This is news. I thought the whole country no, had the let box. Me tell you, and I would, I would get to watch the box when I was in the Bay visiting my cousin on the wow. summers. And I used to come back to Atlanta and put my friends up on everything. All the hot you music. That's like, how you knew. I'd be like, ooh, it's this group, y'all. <laughs> Bone, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Bone they thugs, figured right. it out, you know. And I got in so much trouble because it was like some, I don't know, it was some crazy amount to order that you had to call up and order a yeah. video. Mm-hmm. And my mom would get the phone bill and I'd get my ass whooped. That 1 900 number. That 1 900 number. But whoever was voting, I don't know who the hell was voting for that stuff. It was everything. It would be everything. like Whitney Houston, I always love you, followed by Pumps in the Bumps, <laughs> followed by Moke and stuff. Right. Adina like, Howard. Adina Howard. Yeah. And it was just, you just sit down, sit back and watch everything. I thought you had It was box, a great man. way to discover music. Crazy. Ethiopia, that's in your catalog. Ooh, it's in yes, it is. It's in the Motown catalog. It sure is. Yo, 60 years of Motown, huh? 60 man. years, yeah. How iconic. So, I mean, you know, when you think about the legacy, it's overwhelming first. Yeah, I bet. And then as you dig into it and you're like, yo, there's been so many records over each decade. And I think I was mentioning this before that for me, when I was a little girl, I grew up in um, Tuskegee, Alabama. Okay. Really? Like my elementary years before I moved to Atlanta. I moved to Atlanta the summer before sixth grade. I went to Alabama State. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my dad, he taught at Tuskegee University. Uh Uh-huh. But um, I remember when I heard the boys for the first time, me and my best friend was watching a video. We See? saw the bit like late at night. There was, was this some... on the box? No, because oh. we didn't have a box. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but it was like, it changed my life. I was like, oh my God, I love the boys. They're amazing. Me and my mm-hmm. best friend had our favorite, you know, member of the group. <laughs> we would go to the grocery store on the weekends with our moms to get fresh magazine right on that okay all right listen you just said some shit i missed the you you remember fresh and word up word up right on black Black beat what there used to be so many dope black fanzines for all the artists that were popping man you know i just realized that fanzines don't really like that don't exist they don't and randomly i was at trl last year sometime and i met cynthia horner Cynthia Horner was the editor for either Word Up or Write On. Write On. Write On. And I met her in the audience outside. Like, she just happened to be walking by, and I was like, You're a legend. (laughs) (laughs) It was a moment. My walls were just Write On and Word Up. Like, I literally was like, You're a legend. Like, do you still own the name for for Write On? You should be doing merch. You should, like, they had so many. Word Up merch would be hot. Right. All of I fresh, right on, like fresh, that. What? Yeah. But yeah, that Yo, was. It's in Biggie lyrics. What? What's good? Like, yeah. it's, it's Word literally. Of magazine. Word of Magazine is yeah. in Biggie. It's immortalized in hip hop mm-hmm. culture. That should be a thing. Yeah. It was. It was a po- It was like one of the things to achieve to mm-hmm. be on Word Up, Fresh. And their posters, right like, they'd have like real photo shoots for artists. And like, hey. I had post. I had TLC. I had BBD. All that stuff on mm-hmm. my. On that my was walls. a part of the promo run. You trying to break yeah. an act? You want to be on those fanzines? It worked though because one thousand percent. We. I studied the. Styled. I had Jodeci for. I was trying to buy everything that Jodeci was wearing in the Word Up poster mm-hmm. that I had. That's crazy. It was Aaliyah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brandy and Usher and all, all that. All that stuff. Me. Yeah. 
We got good news though uh, for for y'all. Right on is launching a website. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm reading it right here. You just you just really? looked it up and found yeah. it. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Who owns it? Uh, apparently, Cynthia Horner. Dope. Relaunching it, yeah. That's you cool. probably it's probably your fault. You should, <laughs> in a good way. I hope I in, I hope I inspired that. Website. And I hope she got some good partners to really build that into a real platform. I think yeah. that would be dope to Man. bring that back. We need more of those. Yeah. Word up, fresh, right on, black beat. I remember that whole era. Then I remember after that era, there was an era that was like, well, vibe and YSB. You remember YSB? Mm-hmm. Yes. That Young didn't last for that brothers. long, though. Yeah. 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 Young sisters and brothers. But Vibe was a moment. Vibe, yeah. Vibe yeah. had yeah. classic moment. covers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Quincy Jones, right? Quincy Wasn't he behind that magazine? Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's See? right. Black remember X-Men. the Biggie and Faith cover? Oh, yes. I remember that one. That's that's a famous, that's a legendary cover. Yeah. I remember the, the Dr. T- Dre cover too. The TLC cover when after, Le- after Lisa Byrne. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had the fire. They had the fire outfits mm-hmm. on. That mm-hmm. was crazy stuff back yeah. then. I remember all that stuff. And there's a cover with all the female MCs on this: Lauren, Missy, uh-huh. Lil Kim, Latifa, mm-hmm. Latifa, yeah. which is like, and they all have crowns or something on. That yep. was like a big deal mm-hmm. back then. They had a TV show too. The late oh, night, the vibe. They sure the, did. Yeah. The vibe did have a TV show. Sinbad Isn't it crazy, hosted but, it. So when you think about how our music is popular around the world, mm-hmm. it just goes to show that we need more outlets that continue to push our narrative out there yes. that are black owned. You know what I'm saying? Because from yeah. a media standpoint, I don't think we have as much. I was about to say, what what are the outlets for for black artists these days? Hmm. Well, besides the internet that everyone yeah, yeah I mean got. I think you yeah. people feel like in control of it because they use their social media of course right, right. and then you know there's certain blogs that still matter but it's really about YouTube social media yeah, yeah. how you get your engagement directly with your fans which is great mm-hmm. but I still think we could use those other platforms yeah. that, those tastemakers yeah. I was about to say black music it seems like it could use some curators yeah. like some people that really put things in perspective because there's so much music coming out every mm-hmm. day there needs to be the NBA of music and, yeah. and the amateur um, side of music and it needs to be clear yeah, because I it's agree. all bunched together when Tuma was at Spotify originally and what he created with Rap Caviar because mm-hmm. he came up with yeah. that name he built mm-hmm. it out and he really created a playlist but a platform within a platform yeah. Right. Yeah. to discover new talent but also to like help create more exposure because the name is Rap Caviar that mm-hmm. means the flyest of yeah, hip hop yeah, yeah. right the best of the best so it's yeah. where everyone wanted to be um, and that grew around the world so I feel, I feel like he single handedly helped kind of reposition mm. our space in music within the industry with what he did with Rap Caviar. That's tough. That's Spotify, yeah. We need more of that for R&B. We do. Yeah. yeah. We do. Badly. I wish Maj- we- Majima's doing her thing at Spotify too, though. Yeah, we I just love Majima. Yeah. 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 It just needs more. It, it, there's always this, this this ongoing debate of where R&B stands with stuff. Yeah. Is it dead? Is it growing? Is it coming back alive? Did it ever go anywhere? And that's partly to what you're saying about mm. They're just not being those positioned properly. Exactly yeah. to be like, now nah, we here and it's hot and it's awesome. Be it magazines or playlists or anything like that. It's, just- it's also tough with R&B because I feel like the way the genre is so fluid now, mm-hmm. meaning like you have some artists that are R&B but also very influenced by hip hop or more emo or right. influenced by influences by other genres and they mesh it all together. It depends on who you're talking to to determine if it's in the R and B space or yeah. not. And I've seen that happen a lot as well, where I'm like, Hold up, so you think 
this artist belongs in the pop category because why exactly right. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. we sound crazy ethiopia you've been a part of a lot of amazing collaborations and songs mm -hmm. do you have a favorite that you're like i'm I know you love all your babies, but like this one right here is super special because I put this artist with this writer and this producer, and this was the end result. Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Feel super focused today. Mm-hmm. Very. <laughs> <laughs> um, there have been a lot of them. I will tell you. So, when I was a publisher full time, yep. Um, and I had Polo, and I put Polo with my producer at the time, who was really stronger as a pianist back then. Mm. So I put them together. So he, Brian Kennedy is his name. So I put oh, yeah, Brian with Brian. Polo back then to learn how Polo was so great at drum programming. And I knew Polo can play the keys like that. So they got together in incredible, and, and put together incredible records. So it was like this, this record forever that Chris Brown had done. Yeah. 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 Do you remember that song? Of course. And it was in a, a part of a big um, Wrigley's, Wrigley's Peppermint. Yeah. 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 That song. So E, forever. I, re I remember that I remember song. That yeah, song and, very well. and at, yeah, he was supposed to perform it at the Grammys yeah. that year. All mm, the, I remember know. that. Yes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I just remember one that I was really excited. Okay, Sierra's second album. Mm. Mm. I ENR'd that record, but I was her. I signed her to the publishing company too, and then I put her in with Polo and Jasper, and they oh, get yeah. promised. Promise. Stop. Ooh. Wait a minute. Two thousand six. Wait a minute. Drop yes. them receipts. Drop them receipts. Listen. Ethiopia, I'm, yes. I'm telling you, I'm thanking you now. Right. That song. What? I know. Shit. I'm looking for somebody I can call to. Looking for the only one that I can give my all to. Tell me if it's you, you, you. What you wanna do, do, do. Make a move. You can be my teacher, I'll do homework. You can give me extra credit, baby, I'll do more work. Yo, Sierra, if you listen, let Ethiopia guide you again to the yes. promised land. Please. <laughs> Please. Because we, yeah, we need that touch. We need that. That touch? That touch. Yo, and that, that, uh, we always talk about songs when you instantly know. Like, yeah, I heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's a one-time listen. And I was like, well, yeah. there goes the rest of the year. Yeah. That was my sophomore Damn. year of college. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Was, it still man. feels so good to it, it feels it good. It could come out yeah. right now. I know. On this mm -hmm. very day, and mm -hmm. it would be the same kind of record. Yeah. And that video. Yeah. Yes. Crazy. I remember another collaboration you did, you put together. What was that? Uh, the Neo and Carrie Hilson collaboration. Oh, a pretty girl rock. He's like oh, the yeah. one produced by me. Oh, oh, my, the one, oh, the oh, one my God. God. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. You remember? <laughs> yeah. Another crazy video too. Yeah. Pretty as a picture, sweeter than a picture. Cause I'm cuter than the girl 
Oh, yeah. We got the oh. pleasure of having Ethiopia and, and Chuck, Chuck Harmony. Right. I, I, oh my God. I, I wanted to thank you publicly because I, <laughs> I still get a couple dollars in the mail because of that. <laughs> <laughs> thank that, you. You know what's so crazy? Yes. We always knew that was the record. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, Carrie was signed to Interscope and signed through Polo and Tim. And that was such a. Ooh. Ooh, that was such a. That was uh, that was the craziest. That was one of the craziest parts of my career. The fact that that was Polo the Dons, who I admire, and Timberland, who I super admire. That was they artists, and I came in the door and got they single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but can you imagine with yeah. those songs? <laughs> it was like, who the fuck is this shit? <laughs> it was like, yeah, no. I mean, they all knew the record was smashed too. Um, Wait, what's the story? How? how give the background on how that was. You studio. all went into with with Carrie and yeah, Neil. Yeah. I think we were at Chalice. I have photos from yeah. those sessions, by the way. I'm gonna and, find them and I'll send oh, them to you. And it was, it was, it was, send us the photos. Yeah. It was crazy because I actually I had I, when I came in in the game, I was signed to Neo, but I had just finished that deal, and so I was a free agent. Mm-hmm. And and Neo called me out the situation. Mm-hmm. You want to do that? And I had that one beat. I was like, let's go. And it was magic. Crazy. Hey, yeah. hey, and I'm back. Wait, stop it real fast, Phil. Cause that, that's literally the best intro. <laughs> she didn't give no fuck. She's like, yes, it's me again. It's me, it's again. me again. And what? you knew who it was when you yeah. first heard it. That was a man. <laughs> and I'm back. Woo. Yo, so mid nineties, the face records intern, a teenage intern, t- sitting to my left, Ethiopia. Yes. Take oh, us wow. back to that time. Like, what was that like? You were 16, 17. How old I you? was, when that came out, I might have been like 15. Mm. Well, no, during your internship. I started interning when I was 14. 14. Wow. Yeah. There we go. Um, that crazy. was such an incredible time. Yeah, Atlanta was. I was just about to say that. What was that, Atlanta that song like? sound like Atlanta? Yes, itself. Atlanta was magical. Yeah. But I mean, clearly, and I was also looking at it from a young fan's mm-hmm. eyes, all the artists that I loved, like Outkast in the Dungeon, wasn't mm-hmm. far from yeah. where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Like, my daddy used to take me on drives on Sundays. I'd be like, Daddy, can we go to this address? Can we drive by? <laughs> because to me, from back, like, I, it was amazing to me that these artists were creating music that was huge, mm. you know what I mean? And touching people around the world, but they were from where I was from. Yeah. That really resonated with me, but um, it, yeah. So I got an internship at LaFace when I was 14. And all my fa- I mean, I love TLC. Mm. Like I wanted them to be my big sisters. Like, mm. you know what I mean? They were posters on the wall, the whole thing. Um, I actually got to go, so they shot 
two videos for that record. Mm. And I ended up, I went to the first video shoot that they did in Atlanta, the second one with the classic silk pajamas that was mm. done in LA. But they had done um, a video shoot in Atlanta. I got to go to that. My big brother took me and I was out late at night at the video shoot. Like, <laughs> I still have the VHS where they show like the different clips of the different variations hey, of the tomorrow, videos. I do too. Wow. All right, anyone who knows me from growing up knows I was I was a the crazy video cool. Yeah. Did you have yeah. a favorite or T Boz? Right. Always. Yeah. I, 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 I love them all, but T Boz was like the coolest, coolest. Yeah. 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 coolest ever. And and that that it's funny that you said that about going out because mm -hmm. I, they when the out when the album came out they had an album release party in New York. And my mother worked, worked the night shift as a nurse, and I snuck out of the house. <laughs> I was been like 14 years old. I don't know how I thought I was getting into the club, but I. Got but you were gonna try. I was. I got dressed up like I thought I was grown. <laughs> now I know. If you look at a 14 year old kid, I'm like, bruh, bruh, <laughs> right? Go the fuck home and we'll read the book. Yeah. But at the time, I snuck out at like 11:30, went to some club down like on the west side of mm -hmm. Manhattan, and I was like, the bouncers at the door, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to go to the TLC release party. Wow. <laughs> he was like, go home, kid. <laughs> Incredible. No, I yeah. know how to read because of TLC. The ooh on the TLC tip album. The lyrics in there. Like, pulling out the thing and reading, reading all the, lyrics. the lyrics. Baby, baby, baby. And cross-referencing mm -hmm. what they're saying on the song versus what's written in the thing. Like, that's how I learned how mm -hmm. to write and read. That's As a kid in New York, yeah. I, I, I felt that Atlanta was magical. And yeah, New York was. was magical, but I was like, damn it, I gotta get to Atlanta. It was Usher, it was TLC, it was right. Outkast, it was, I was upset. And then it was like the crisscross, yeah. you know, yeah. ABCs of Monica. the world. Monica. Monica, all that stuff was happening. I was like, yo, what's going on? Yeah. And everyone, Puff was coming down there yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. It was just a lot yeah. happening. I remember going to this Southern Playalistic Cookout. Mm, and it was Outkast's first album, but yeah. they were getting, they were giving them a plaque and they did it out at this huge house with a ton of land. Biggie performed, Craig Mack performed. Now mind you, I'm 14, I'm interning, so I'm working. Yeah. And I get to bring 10 of my homegirls to come help interning and work give it. <laughs> that was I the come up. I believe I had access <laughs> like that. Wow. Um, That's crazy. They, yeah, still, no. they still owe you right now. Them ten girlfriends right. right now. By the way, I'm not friends with any of them. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck them. No, by the way, like I always tell the story how LaFace kind of made me realize that it could be possible to have a job in the music industry. Right. Like, I didn't know yeah. what like I knew people did singing and rapping and Somebody had to put together the marketing stuff for these right. different songs, but I didn't know how to get there. But when I heard of LaFace Records and everybody in Macon was talking about L.A. Reed and Pebbles mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Jermaine Dupree, it was just like, oh, this is possible. So, like, yeah. yeah, I always attribute me being in the industry now to listening and, and really hearing about LaFace on Macon, Georgia radio. Right. And knowing it existed. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because obviously talking about Motown, Motown mm -hmm. I think is synonymous with like changing how black people saw a possibility. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. of course, the, I mean, they're to me the golden standard, but it, it it's a good, it would be a good time right now. Mm. I'm, I'm sure both LA and Babyface know what they've done and they got deep pockets. You know what I'm <laughs> right. They've done well, but I'm saying like LaFace had a lot of, I, I was the same thing. Yeah, like you, Timon. My my eighth grade yearbook said that like when I was leaving my school was like 
my predictions for what I was gonna be was I was gonna get a job at LaFace Records in my yearbook. Mm-hmm. That's all I talked about. Yeah. Was I'm gonna go to Atlanta, I'm gonna work with Usher, I'm gonna work yep. with TLC, LA reading and Bayface gonna fuck with me and I'm not gonna talk to y'all <laughs> right. dirty bastards no more. <laughs> special shout out to Shanti Doss. Shanti Doss. Marketing yeah. geniuses who yep. was the brains behind a lot of those great uh, yeah. campaigns. Yeah. yeah, Shanti actually so she was. She came and spoke at my high school my freshman year, and I was like, "Can I shadow you for a day?" And she let me come shadow her. She was um, doing radio promotions at the time, though. She mm. was the head of promotions, so she was breaking a lot of those records. And then wow. she, I think, years later, ended up tr- transitioning into marketing. Mm. Um, but it, it's actually crazy because when you see, like, of course there was LA and Babyface, but there was a team of people behind the scenes that were really making it all connect and making and they were mostly incredible black women Mm -hmm. damn incredible fucking black women creative you know like so so okay later in life when people ask me like was it hard for you coming up and blah 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 and i remember thinking to myself like i never even questioned the possibility Mm. that it couldn't happen right because i saw these incredible examples as a kid you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like at this label that was building and breaking the biggest artists of that time. So mm-hmm. it's really interesting how when you think about like having examples and mm-hmm. at least knowing their story and what they're doing right. gives people the inspiration and motivation to feel like they can do it too. Yeah. But it was it was That's magical crazy. what was happening then. Crazy. <laughs> Do it, baby, stick it, baby, move it, baby, lick it, baby, suck up on that click it to that pussy, got a hickey, baby, watch big, could have brought a range from a Hey, I love the city girls, man. You gotta play act up. You gotta play act up. Lil Yachty wrote act up. That's the first that I heard of that. He co wrote that right Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. Big Birkin bag, whole five, six figures. Right on my ass, so he call his pussy tigger. Fucking on a scamming ass, rich ass nigga. Same group of bitches, ain't no ass in the picture. Drop a couple rights, watch his ass get bigger. Drinking on licking, I'm licking at your nigga. If it's funny, why he can eat it like a snicker? I ain't got time for you fake ass hoes. Talking all loud in them fake ass clothes. Fake ass shoes, match that fake ass cold. I'm the realest bitch ever sleep snake ass hoes. Act up, you can get snatched up. Act up, you can get snatched up. Act up, you can get up. We have earned our parental advisory sticker for that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it, though. I just love the... The music that you're putting out, E. I always say I'm proud of you, and I wanted to publicly celebrate oh, you. Oh, yes, thank yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank yeah. you. We sound crazy. So, E, what's on your playlist these days? Ooh, um, it's a mix of a little bit of everything. Um, I'm definitely listening to Khalid's album. Um, listen to a few African artists, too. Oh, put us on to some international. Mm-hmm. Share. There's this dude named Santi, S-A-N-T-I, who's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, now we smoking in the yard. Now we smoking in the yard.
I listen to everything. Depending on what I need, like if I need to lift my spirits and feel good, you know. Of course, I'm listening to my Beyonce. Like, listen, what she yeah. did with that Frankie Beverly and yes. Oh my God, cultural statement. Yeah. What? I don't know why it hasn't been done before, but she did it right. Yeah, she did it super right. Well, isn't that the goal? It's yes. for, honestly for She's all of winning. us, like constantly. Yes. Not even just from a winning perspective, but like pushing yourself Self. to That's be right. better. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I think society te- tries to tell us like, it's about reaching this goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, and then what? I think it's important to constantly be in a state of yeah. learning and being open yeah. to learning and being open to new people and new ways of doing things. I think if you're really interested in care, you are always gonna be yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, a perpetual student. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She is um, incredible. Yeah. She's a great leader. She's an absolute great leader. She's a great leader. Yeah. And, and, and oftentimes, great artists are not great leaders. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad thing. It's just they don't always go. Hand well, if in you hand. let the ego drive everything, which mm-hmm. we know that comes along with not only being an artist, but being in any position of power. Mm-hmm. Right. If you lead with that sense of, I want more power mm-hmm. and I'm the greatest and, and your ego kind of driving that, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't think it works out for you or you kind of put a clock on you your clock. on wow. your relevance or existence in yeah. the space that you're in because. And she's the best. Yes. <laughs> Live out. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the live record is crazy. It's really, really crazy. It really is so dope. Like, yeah. I mean, have you ever gone to like any of the HBCU football games? Oh yeah, yeah. HBCU graduate HBCU. right here, yeah. Alabama I've State, Clark, been. Atlanta. I've never been to HBCU. Oh, you went to Clark? What? Yeah, I'm in New York. They don't have HBC. They don't they have don't. marching oh bands God. in New York City. Listen, Clark, you got to go. You got, we got to do a field trip. So I feel, I feel unblack right now. You have to go. So me growing up in Tuskegee, right? My dad worked at the university. That was my whole childhood. Like even mm-hmm. being outside playing in the backyard, I would hear the band rehearsing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad. We went to the games every weekend. I'd be standing next to the ma- next to the majorettes trying to do <laughs> But I was when she performed at Coachella. Did you guys the any? No, I wasn't no, there. No. The first. Let me tell. I you watched something. it online. And I, you were there. I was there. Damn. Mm. Okay, and I was standing there in complete amazement when she started the show. I, and we're clearly we're talking about Beyonce a lot. I love Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. She deserves it. When she started singing Lift Every Voice and Sing. Mm. Oh, man. Powerful. I suddenly had tears really? rolling down my face because I realized I hadn't heard that song in such a long time. Wow. And I was like, she's singing the, the Black, Black National, National Anthem, Anthem. Yes. Mm-hmm. on the Coachella stage. Yep. How real is that? It was bold, so bold. It was so black, and she was so owning black. every bit yes. of her blackness, and it was incredible. Literal tears going down my mm. face, and I remember when I went to elementary school, we um we sang that every morning, along with the national anthem. We sang the black national anthem. I was like, damn, Took I you know, back. yeah, I know everywhere. I was like, oh, I'm so glad to be black. I'm yeah. so yeah. glad. Yep. I'm so glad I grew That's up the way the, that okay. I did. That's and what that homecoming I had, did. It made you feel yeah. glad to be black. Yeah, and that that was ingrained in me too. You know. That's ugh. salute to Beyonce, man. Salute, salute to Beyonce. Salute to Beyonce for, for, for being who she is and inspiring yeah. us all. Yeah. Oh. Crazy. All right, so I got a game. Ethiopia, each week we play a game called Keep or Kill. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> Timon's already laughing because he knows Phil about to be on his bullshit it's, right now. It's, it's like a this or that. Basically, you're, you pick the favorite of your two. So there's a few names I'll toss. One, you say keep or kill, or I'll keep this one. You don't have to necessarily kill the other one. Wow. Oh, okay. So, okay. So keep or kill? TLC or in Vogue? Who you keeping? TLC all day. Same. Same. Jagged Edge or 112? Ooh. I'm keeping 112. <laughs> and last but definitely. You knew, you knew that was going to be my answer. You know <laughs> <laughs> like ATL all day. What you talking about? Right. Last but not least, Michael Jackson or Prince? Look at her face. She's like, oh shit. <laughs> This isn't fair. This don't <laughs> feel like a real game in that way. Like I don't believe I should have to choose between Michael or Prince. She's I, like, I really didn't come don't. here for this shit. <laughs> no, because I really love them both. Like, love. Yeah. I love Prince. I love Michael Jackson. That's a really rough. That's rough. Right, we'll let Ethiopia keep both. She's a guest. I have right, to. Right, right, like, right. yeah, I have to. Mm-mm. The, let me tell you something. The way Ethiopia said, I love Michael and I love Prince makes me know that she loves music. Yeah. yeah. What a relief. <laughs> I what do. Because well, I'm not sure everyone in the business loves music, but yeah, we t- we're don't. talking about a music lover here. Oh, yeah. yeah no, I, I, I love music. I love artists. I really operate from that place, mm-hmm. which can hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But it also is, like, I think a part of my gift. Crazy. <laughs> Do you remember the first song or album that made you say, you know what, like, I can do this shit in the industry? Like, Okay, so the it wasn't an album, but I went to the New Edition Any Heartbreak Tour wow. when I was in the fourth grade. And it was New Edition, and clearly it was Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. Tenderoni and all of that, and I'll be sure. That was, and I was in Montgomery, Alabama. That changed my life. Mm. I was like, oh, I have to be, you know, those records, those artists at the time. Wait, hold on. That's a good question. What concert changed (laughs) your life? Any heartbreak for Ethiopia? Mm -hmm. You have one, Phil? Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation Tour. Wow. I thought you were going to say Velvet Rope. Wait, in VA? VA. Hampton Coliseum, 1990. Check this. Janet Jackson, the Janet album... New Year's Eve night, Madison Square Garden. She counted down the new year while we were in there and then sang, uh, Because of love, we oh my God. are together. Wow. Because of love. Yo, Woo. I lost my mind. Like, I, <laughs> I spent New Year's with Janet. My first big concert I at Madison Square Garden. I bet that was incredible. Chuck, Chuck Harmony, who you got? Best. Mine is kind of new. It, it happened like three or four years ago, but it was uh, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. That concert changed my life. It was incredible, beyond incredible. They had uh, Tony Bennett had his band, and Lady Gaga had the, her band, and they were just going back and forth, and just the musicality and the the showmanship. I hadn't seen that in so long. I was like, Did you see it in Vegas? Exists. Was it in Vegas? Where did we see that kind? No, it's in New York. In New York, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yo, she. That's when I knew that Lady Gaga was yeah, not man. fucking around. Like and, and, I mean, I've known that for, but yeah. she just and even when, and even when you when she sings pop, you still don't get the breath of her musicianship 
when she's singing that jazz with with Tony Bennett and they all up in the sky and doing all this musical ass shit, you like, yo, she's a phenom. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. She can sing, sing. Yeah. Yeah. And Tim- play piano too. Yeah. Then play Timon. What about you? Um, so this particular person, I haven't always rocked with everything she's done musically, but this particular concert, uh, 2007, it was Beyonce's. Uh, B-Day tour, and I just remember walking away from that concert saying, Timon, you have a lot of work to do, and I still say the same thing (laughs) (laughs) after watching her. Like, you have a lot of work to do. Like, just her, her level of excellence is just out of this world, and I'm just like, yo, like, you need to get, like, to that point. I'm so glad. I thought Tamar was going to say Olita Adams. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw Olita Adams back in Regina Bell. No, no, no. SOBs. There was a particular concert that is, is still one of my favorite concerts, though. Olita? Le- no, Lisa Fisher. <laughs> Oh, Lisa, oh, Lisa, Fisher. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa Fisher in Atlanta, Georgia. I forget the venue, but it's like in Little Five Points in Atlanta. And when I tell you she blew me away, that's one of my favorite concerts. First of all, to this if, day. If, if anyone who's listening don't know Lisa Fisher, yeah, you want to Google as that. a solo artist, a solo artist, how can I ease the pain? Those are, mm. but then if you watch even uh, what's the name? What's the movie? The uh, Twenty Feet from Stardom. Yeah, and you watch how many oh, yeah. icons yeah. she's made mm-hmm. into icons by yeah. giving yeah. them their background sound live. She's a, she's the instrument. Where is that level of artistry? Like you know I don't know, man. I love this song. I'm so glad I grew up when I did. I know, right? We're so crazy. We were made in his image, then call us by our names. Most intellects do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Yo, E, we get new music from Erica? Yes. Music this year? Really? Soon come. Soon come. Soon come. Soon come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. She now she is a legend to me. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Because you can't even trace the there's certain artists I say this that you can't they're they're the beginning of a new thing. Yes. Yeah. It just came out of nowhere and it was so. It it was just is what it is. Yeah. So I can't wait for new music because it's just always so hot. Same. I'm a fan. Same yeah. for me. I can't wait. Crazy. I've, I have a random question. Okay. I was actually thinking about this in the middle of the night, just trying to figure out why songs work and why other ones don't. Is a song catchy because it's good, or is a song good because it's catchy? Mm. Is a song catchy because it's good, or mm. is a song good because it's catchy? Claude's riddle of the day. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Old Town Road is the reason why I thought about this, by the way. 
Which is a good song. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Song. Like, yeah. I can't, I, I'm not, the reason I asked the question to myself was, I'm not sure if I know it so well because it's a good song mm-hmm. or because it's a catchy song. Mm. Oh. You okay. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Either way, I know it. And either yeah. way, I'm singing along, but I'm like, is it good? And that's why I know this. Like, I, like, when I hear Anita Baker, I feel like this is good, and I know it. Yeah, we're really c- talking about Old Town Road and Anita, Anita Baker. Baker. <laughs> <laughs> he did, so let me correct you, nigga. <laughs> you sound crazy. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, but with Old Town Road, I'm like, is it? Maybe it's just catchy, and so it's catchy, and just how he rides the beat. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like okay. I, I can only hear the hook in my head as I'm thinking about the song. Yeah, it works. Yeah, you know. So because it's catchy, it makes it good. But some, I think some things that's good don't necessarily have to be catchy. Mm. Yeah, I agree with I agree. that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But there are a lot of catchy songs that aren't good, though. Many. Like? A lot. Oh. Splack of Ellie by Pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, there's, there's many. I, I think Soldier Boy got a couple in his catalog yeah. too. Uh-huh. Nina Sky. Oh yeah. Oh. Lumi D. Mm. <laughs> There's some songs that are catchy that are not good. Mm. Great examples. Great examples. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I think that's great examples. Good job, boys. <laughs> I feel you. We sound crazy. We have to do an Esther Roll Award. Let's do an Esther Roll Award. So, all right, let me explain. I like that you asked that question. (laughs) So, this is how it started. Timon, Bacon from Macon, (laughs) found, you know, Esther Roll, the actress who played Florida Evans on Good Good Times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, we had a conversation once about this gospel album that Timon found of hers from the 70s. So, we started talking about how, like, yo, she did all this stuff and she was kind of like uncelebrated and unsung. Mm-hmm. So literally we created this award called the Esther Roll Award for Black Excellence. Mm-hmm. We give one away every episode. And basically everyone nominates somebody. And that you're about to play a little Esther Roll. Please, Esther. please let, let me be. Oh, the yeah. wonderful yeah. things yeah. that have happened in my life. <laughs> I'd like to salute my elders with this song. Queen Esther. Sister Rose. What? Sister Rose. How did you find it? <laughs> right. found it. Come I don't, on know. Found it. I don't know what I was watching on YouTube one day. It was just on like the the right side of the screen. And I just clicked on it. I was like, she had an album? And it said, The Garden of My Mind. And I was just like, and then <laughs> Phil happens to come out of his office. And he's like, Tamon, what are you listening to? And I was like, Esther Rowe had a record back in the 70s. <laughs> Like, what the hell? And it just kind of the fact that neither the fact that neither Phil or Ethiopia have taken the the steps to secure this album and re re give it to (laughs) (laughs) We're we're gonna let Motown (laughs) (laughs) Savoy Records put this out in in seventy five Ethiopia. I think I think that's you, Phil. Honor her. Honor her. Honor her. Wow. But no, but in all seriousness, (laughs) we 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 do honor people that we feel like. 
may not necessarily get up on the award stage as much as some other people, mm-hmm. but have been killing consistently mm-hmm. for a long time. So, And it don't have to be musicians. It could no. be like actors, actresses, like who, whoever you feel is under um, Y'all give my girl Regina Hall something. Regina see? Hall. See? Regina, Regina Hall. Hall Regina. Yo, Regina I love Hall Regina Hall. been funny since um, the scary movies and mm-hmm. before that, but them scary, her and scary movie. Yeah. Pure comedy. That's true. I agree. She's super talented. Yeah. It doesn't get recognized. So Ethiopia enough. nominates Regina Hall. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Wow. Phil? Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis. I nominate Jennifer Lewis. Okay. I love Jennifer Lewis. I'm nominating Keith Sweat. Oh. Since we talking about the Bye-bye. ATL today. I mean. <laughs> and we, we talking about good music <laughs> you know, today. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. well, I'll be. Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't hate on Keith. He gave us some jams. Definitely not hating on Keith. No, no, we no, got no, no. Silk out of yeah. Keith. We right. got Cut, cut Close, close yeah, out of Keith. Yeah. And a lot of records of Make It Last Forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. A lot of records. Now, Keith is, Keith is... Undercelebrated. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> and deserves the award. Yes. Okay. All right. Timon? I'd like to give it to Tevin Campbell only because I feel like he has like single-handedly one of the best R&B songs of all time and that's Can We Talk. Like that song it closes the club at the end of the night like it's one of those songs that everybody What club you go to? (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. No, Can We Talk is is an R&B staple though. I love Can We Talk. Shout out to Babyface. That was crazy. And I'm Ready record like that whole album is classic for me. 1993. Who you got Mr. Kelly? Uh, I'm gonna go with Nia Long. Mm. Uh -uh. Mm. I like Nia alone. Who I've loved for many years. She is under-celebrated. Under-celebrated. She is under-celebrated. I agree. Super talented, super fly. Been in like a lot. Yo, like Nia Long was in a lot of our classic movies. Uh Yeah. Yeah. She was the the girl. She was the girl. The it girl, Mm -hmm. yeah. So this is going to be a hard one. Wow. All right, time to vote. All right. Regina Hall, Ethiopia's nomination. Regina Hall. All in favor, raise your hand or say aye. (laughs) I like Regina. So. Oh, oh, you okay. got to vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, four for Regina. Four for Regina. Who'd you say, Phil? Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer, Jennifer Lewis. Lewis. You thought about it, Phil? Mm-hmm. You weren't sure you wanted to vote for Jennifer? Mother of Black Hollywood. Three for Jennifer. <laughs> Three for Jennifer. Keith Sweat. Three for Keith Sweat. Why me, baby? Damn, Timon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tevin vote and they gonna sing his shit. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Black people, you gotta vote, man. Yeah. You gotta vote. Don't just sing people's shit. Vote. Yeah. Tevin Campbell. Yo, Phil, Phil Lilly put his hand visibly no. down lower. This <laughs> hand was like shoulder length and he was like, <laughs> he put it down by his knees. All right, so two for Kevin. For and, uh, Tevin. Knee alone. Knee alone. How many? It's unanimous. Nia Long wins. Nia Long, congratulations. Shout out to Nia Long, man. She deserves it. She deserves deserves it. it. Yeah. The winner of the Esterol Black Excellence Excellence Award. Bird from Soul Food. (laughs) Do I know her sister is Samore? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. The comedian Samore? I just learned that like last week. They're like half sisters. Crazy. Yeah, I just want to vibe real quick. Ah, oh, this is my vibe. Hold on. Oh, oh. Get my shoes and walk a mile, something that you can't do. Woo. Hey. 
Big talks of the town, big boy gang moves. Gang moves. I like to walk around with my chain loose. Chain, chain. She just bought a new ass, but got the same booze. Same booze. Whipping up dope scientists. Whip it up, whip it up, cook it up, cook it up. That's my sauce where you find it. That's my sauce when you look it up, look it up, find it. Adding up checks, no minus. Add it up, add it up, add it up, add it up. Yeah. Get your respect in diamonds. Ice, I bought a plane, Jane, roll it, these niggas bought they fame Ooh. I think my back got scoliosis cause I swerved the lane Screw. Heard you signed your life for that brand new chain I heard Think it came with strikes, but you ain't straight with the game Walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, talk it So Ethiopia Yes That's Motown today Yes It is the sound of young America. The, the sound, sound of young sound America. <laughs> so the partnership with Quality Control. Right. How did that come about? So, okay, so here's the deal. I walked into Motown and it was essentially like nothing. Mm. Nothing was there. No roster, no nothing. And um hardest challenge of my life. Is what I would say. Mm. But it was also like, okay, at the time I got there, it was kind of like urban music or what's considered to be urban music, R&B, hip hop or whatever. Streaming hadn't kicked in yet. Mm. So you could have a number one record at Urban Radio and it did not equate to sales. So right. literally I'm dealing with looking at our P&L, whatever, not selling records, it's not happening. Um, so a year into the job is when streaming really did kick in. And one of the things, I, I kind of felt like I got in this place where I had to prove our value mm. in music, which was something I had never had to deal with before because when I was only a publisher, all my writers and producers came from R&B and hip hop and they were writing the pop hits. Mm. So I never felt like this mm. need to justify our relevance mm. in music. And so I get to Motown and we're not selling and it's not happening and you're like you're almost feeling like you have to justify our existence and mm. that our music matters etc yeah. streaming kicks in spotify specifically and you know our culture especially in hip-hop it was about my mixtapes that piff or whatever we were used to being online that and downloading, yeah downloading everything for free <laughs> yeah. so of course streaming kicks in and we immediately are streaming our music on spotify right. so that year, which was 2015, because I got there in 2014, 2015, I ran into my friend Coach K, who I've known for years. And um, in the meeting, I was like, you guys are building something special. I think what you guys are doing is kind of like what Barry Gordy did back in Detroit in the 60s with what he was building with, with Motown. And I was like, how do I make that connection happen and how do I help them grow their brand with QC and their artists, et cetera. So I was like, let's do a venture together. And they had they only had Migos at the time and I think Versace had been a hit at that point, but that was it. Mm. And um, they didn't have any other artists that were popping or nothing like that. I just was able to sell doing a, a venture with them to one half footing in Atlanta, but also to, I wanted to use Motown as a platform for other entrepreneurs and other mm -hmm. people that were trying to like build their own companies and help them grow. So we could tell the story of Motown. Cause my thought was if we can tell that story, we won't have to be in a place of having to prove ourselves over mm -hmm. and over again. Mm -hmm. You know true. what I mean? Because what Motown did back then and continued to do was so incredible, but somehow it just got 
the perception of it just got left in the past and mm. left in this memory of a black and white photo almost. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we knew LaFace existed, Bad Boy existed. There was so much that came after it, but if you don't tell your story, it's forgotten. Yeah, that's true. So, you know what I mean? So that was really deep to me and I was like, okay, this is an opportunity to like, in real time, partner with people that are doing it and breaking hip hop music, but that's music of the times. Mm -hmm. And, um, help them tell their story. So we did that deal like over four years ago and it's been a long journey because the first two years were not really successful. Migos was in um, a deal at 300 Entertainment mm -hmm. and I actually did my deal with them before they put out Bad and Bougie, which was their last record with 300 <laughs> Entertainment. So Good timing. <laughs> we walked that into that being, yeah having a lot of success but you know the guys also discovered Yachty and we've mm -hmm. been real partners in helping to grow them their roster their talent you know and also kind of showing the relation between what they're doing now to what Motown was and mm -hmm. hopefully inspiring people through that there's also something for me I, I like to prove people wrong and I like to people judge artists because of where they're from or how they talk or what they do. And right. especially in the South, I, there's always been this thing. It's yeah. kind of like my chip on the shoulder. Like if you from Atlanta, you will only be this, yeah. mm -hmm. which has motivated me to like, oh, you think that they can't touch the world and be huge around the world? Watch this. Crazy. Ethiopia? Yes. We got any this other, was a great one. So we, we're doing Thank you guys out. for having me. This is very comfortable, chill. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for coming. We don't Thank like, you. we don't <laughs> like, we sound crazy, we talk a little shit, but we have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we love music. Yeah, love music. I feel love like we went music. down memory lane. <laughs> memory <with the> lane. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, take us out. What well, we going out with? We go out with. You get to pick the song that we're going to oh, just. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> We just <laughs> we normally go just whatever the vibe. Just you know, we we came in with Aisha. What are we going out with? Sounds of blackness, optimistic. Hey, optimistic. I love that. I love that. That's y'all. I love that song. That's a I great song. That's to go a great out song. With. Yeah. yeah, I love that. One of my favorites. Till next time. Thank you, Ethiopia. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. We love you.